spooky burrow. This video and audio contains disturbing content, violent content, spoopy content, cute creatures, sudden laughing. Viewer discretion and listener discretion is advised. Hey everybody and welcome back to Spoopy Burrow. It is I, Chelly, Residential Phoenix, and with me today is somebody who wishes that she was as inked as an octopus, May. Yep, yep, more tattoos are needed. Okay, this is like totally deja vu. So just quick backstory before we jump right in. Um, so we went to record the whole first part of it, and we get through like up to the second sentence of the second paragraph of the first story. Yeah. And then all of a sudden Vlad jumps in and says, I'm bleeding. And I'm like, what? He apparently cut himself while shaving. Yep, so everybody gets to know his... he's good at that. <laughs> but he cut his finger. Skill. Which is skill. And then we went on to the fact that um, Squibs has filleted her leg while shaving. And all of the random stories were like, yeah. And then all of a sudden you got a phone call because of your car. And we're yep. like, F it, we just have to re-record. And then like the cat knocked over a drink or something. And we had to oh rescue paper cards. And we were just like... Well, better drink coffee and call it a day. Like, okay. that, that was seriously what happened. <clears throat> so, also, like, my voice was completely, like, shot and disgusting. It's a little bit better today. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to probably, like, suck down a freaking cough drop before, during uh, intermission and shit. Insert but anyway. forcefully. <laughs> yes, insert cough drop forcefully. And they're, like, the pineapple flavor, too. Like, the pineapple tropical flavor. They're I, like the, the... I like the honey ones or the cherry ones. Dude, the ones that make your throat go numb quality oh like. we have the ones with the syrup on the inside nice. oh they're so nice all right anyway so welcome to episode two of our creepy pastas so how we chose this was i just kept hitting the random creepy pasta button because unlike scp-wiki.org or net or whatever it is um they can actually keep repeating a random page so hmm. I did the first three, and I'm like, one of these is really freaking short. So I did an extra one, and I got a really, really long one. So it was freaking awesome. So we got that, and so let's jump right in. Story time. <clears throat> I'm cozy. Let's do um, this. Three of these are written as actual stories. Well, actually, hmm. four of them are written as actual stories. So I'm literally going to read this word for word. Stay Any time. grammatical incorrections are, unfortunately, grammatical incorrections. So please keep that in mind. I'll try to adjust it if I can catch it in time. Hmm. So, all right, first one is, it was just a shadow. It's spoopy. Yeah, I read this one to you last yeah, time. And it, and it, like, it spooped great. you out. It was pretty spoopy. I'm like, I get, I get preview of uh, <laughs> what's going on today. And I'm just going to have an existential crisis later. Because this <laughs> stuff is... She's, didn't you say you just went into the mental health side of things? Um, just two like... of these are <coughs> mental, and one of them... Oh, no, three of them are mental. The other one is experimental. Because, you know, we don't have mental health issues in this house, and uh, we don't need to question our realities. Thanks. Thanks for that. All right, let's do this shit. Mm. All right, so it was just a shadow. Your eyes shoot open. You sit up on your bed and examine your surroundings. You're in your room. Nothing has been touched. You wonder why you woke up so suddenly and check the time. 3.30 a.m. You stretch a bit and step out of, your, out of the comfort of your bed to get a glass of water. Maybe that will help me get back to sleep. You hurry down the stairs as quietly as you can, trying not to wake up your parents. As you enter the kitchen, you're startled to see a dark figure in the corner, who also seems surprised. You're frozen with fear as the figure starts to make noises as if it tries to talk. 
You open your mouth and let out a scream as the shadow vanishes. You run up. <clears throat> God damn it, you just killed the ambiance of this. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just too good to not. You run upstairs and burst into your parents' room, panting and shouting. They both wake up and stare at you with concern in their eyes. What happened? Did you have a bad dream? You shake your head and explain what happened. You move out of the way so that your father, now holding a gun, can go into the kitchen. You hold your breath as he turns on the lights and yells, Got you! He came back into the bedroom with a relaxed face. Nobody is... No one's in there. Maybe you just saw a shadow. You look... The look on your... Wow. You look at your parents' face in disbelief and mutter curses under your breath. Fine. You say as you plop back into your bed, cover, pulling the covers over your body. You're still shaking a bit from the experience, but you manage to fall asleep anyways. As you wake up, you find that you can't breathe. You start to panic as you open your eyes wide. You're confused as you see your body is dark. Your eyes open up to see a body-shaped figure laying down in your bed. You're now wondering about who can, this, who can be the one sleeping in your bed. You manage to get a glance at your face as you let out a shriek. The person shoots open their eyes, awakened by your shriek. You run down the stairs into the kitchen before he can see you. You hear footsteps going down the stairs as you start to get scared. Who's in your house? The person steps into the kitchen and finds his eyes on you. It looks a lot like you? What's happening, you ask? How are you me? Where am I? But the other one just stares at you and opens his mouth to scream as your vision fades off. You're awakened to the sound of your alarm clock and you sit up on your bed sweating. You find your father sitting in a chair across from your bed staring at you with a blank face. He grinned brightly as you start to feel lightheaded. Before you go into your eternal slumber, the last words you hear were, Didn't I tell you it was just a shadow? So I wonder why, like, he died. Like, I'm assuming he died. But, like, did the dad, like, kill him? What, what's <clears> going on? Don't know. It's spoopy. I know it's spoopy. Spoopy stories. <laughs> spoopy stories. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. So, hashtag rant, okay? The next one is called The Pill. And I need to read it as a rant. Because how it's done is beautiful. Okay. Just The Pill. Don't take it. Yeah, it's a miracle and glory and the greatest thing to ever happen, or so they say. It'll probably become lost soon that you'll have to take it. They'll have you swallow a little capsule when you're a baby, probably about the same time as um, you're getting cut out and everything. The piece, the piece of the thing in where it weighs only a few grams and it's plucked out of a little pool, and it'll probably be installed in every hospital, but whatever. These couple of grams are more than enough for it to happen. Sure, you'll never get cancer, you'll live to 150, you'll have stronger bones, more resilient immune system, you'll probably never need glasses or a hearing aid. If you lose something like a small finger in half a year, it'll grow back. If you lose an arm in two years, you'll have it back with nearly full functionality. It's sort of a miracle it's believable enough to catch on. It won't solve all of our problems, and, it won't e and it'll actually create a few more, like overpopulation, like we never saw it coming. But it works, and it's cheap, and it's plentiful, and it's all we need. And it's called Zytrate. I'm sorry I had to. I love it. Oh no, it's still going, but like... I, the I, whole thing with Zytrate is it's pure. It's mm. clean. Mm-hmm. It takes you there. <laughs> I'm sorry, for those musical. who haven't seen, go look up Repo the Genetic Opera and watch it and avoid Repo Men like the fucking plague. Yeah, just... Watch the opera. So good. So good. 
I actually demanded a refund for Repo Men, and I actually got it. Nice. So where was I? Clean oh, yeah. Yep. Um, sure, they can't quite explain how the thing actually manages to rewrite our genetic code after we swallow a few grams. What? <laughs> Damn. But they promise all the answers will come someday, and there are no ill side effects. Sure. <laughs> Happy FDA. It's from a previously unknown variety of starfish. But they won't tell you that on the news. I think the story right now is that they're growing, um, it's something they're growing artificially. These starfish live in the deepest, darkest parts of the ocean, and they aren't very big or interesting looking. Honestly, we probably have seen them down there before a thousand times and just overlooked them. It just so happened that a prick with a show about eating weird foods got a hold of one, God knows how, oh and God. thought it was a different kind of starfish and ate a part of it, and a year later, had, um, he had that foot that he lost back. I'm sure they tore apart his house, tested gallons of his blood, and interrogated everyone he ever spoke to. But somehow they figured out just when the regeneration happened and eventually found the fucking thing. <laughs> it had to be alive when he ate it, one of his arms, and I guess he took pity on it and let the thing live in a tank in his house. Well, Jesus Christ. This led to that, and eventually they brought up a whole ton of these little fuckers. It, but here's the thing. Think about technology and innovations. Think about what they're there for, mostly to keep us alive longer, make us healthier, help us communicate better. But what if, as a race, we already have that ability to communicate via thought? What if we were naturally incredibly hardy and long-lived? What if we started out having everything we needed without having to do a bit of work? Our goals would turn out, would turn to keeping our world the way it was and simply enjoying things. With a mind so powerful, it can transmit and receive thoughts with no effort. It stands to reason other amazing things are impossible, too. What, uh, with that mind staying completely intact in the smaller uh, sliver of a creature, one has to wonder what else the mind can do. Now here's the question. If you survive all this time by sitting around at the bottom of the ocean with this incredible intellect, how would you amuse yourself? What if that mind can wander and roam freely, if it can just find something to carry it? What if the race we had made ourselves the bottom of the food chain just to ensure that we constantly be taken to new creatures and be allowed to see the world through their eyes? Is it really such a leap to think that such powerful minds could overtake smaller ones, lesser ones? No. Nor is it unusual to think that such a, power, a race as power, with as powerful minds was endangered. They would use this ability to dominate the minds to defend themselves. That they patiently wait for their enemies to devour them, then simply displace the minds of those enemies to solve the conflict? That's I don't think it's crazy terrifying. at all. I don't think it's crazy at all, and I don't think it's crazy that suddenly there's a lot more uh, war all over the world. A lot of research was put into birth control and the accidental release of the superbug that made men sterile. We should be enjoying watching world peace instead of killing each other faster than ever before. Maybe they're not even threatened. Maybe we're just a game to them. Maybe we're the hundredth race of beings that have done stuff like this to them. All I know is that they don't turn you into some zombie-like from a cheesy old sci-fi flick. They let you think like you're still in control. That what they want to do is actually what you want to do. It all seems so natural, so right. 
Then we're on World War III, and the only thing that bombs can't touch and won't scorch clean is the floor of the ocean. Don't ask me how I know all this. Just don't take the pill. <laughs> Freaking starfish taking over the world? That was really fun. Like, I really like how that was written. Dude, like, Quality. hashtag, they're like, coming after you. They're gonna take over your brain. It's awesome. Spoopy. So don't take the pill. <laughs> For those who are always asked, red pill, blue pill, quick. And you say purple, that's the purple pill. I'm calling it now. I mean, but purple's such an alluring color. <clears throat> purple's also the color of most poisons. Worth. Anyway, the next one before we hit the really long one is called Fred's Gun. <laughs> I have an Uncle Fred. He has a lot of guns. No correlation, just... Uh, let's hope to God that this is not how it's gonna go down. Okay. Because this one's actually pretty good. Alright, let's go. Fred was, once again, furious. His face turned red, his face scrunched up, and his breathing became fast-paced. He tried to clench his fists, and he succeeded in doing that with his left hand. However, in his right, he felt a heavy, cold object. It was there, once again, the gun. Fred, wh what? where did you get that? His girlfriend Janice asked wearily. Oh my god. I'm sorry, I almost just yelled out a Rocky Horror Picture Show thing. Slut. I mean, come on, the name Janice. This Funny is like enough, hillbilly. Hold up, hell here. Funny enough, next sentence is Never mind that, why did you cheat? Fred shouted, fuming with rage, a relationship of three years that ended in betrayal and infidelity. He tried to let it go. He tried to let go of the gun, but it seemed like it was super glued to his hand. I, I'm sorry, Fred. I just let it go, please. Janice stuttered. Tears streamed down her face, and she had her hands up in front of her in a futile protection. I can't. Sorry, Fred replied. I can't let go of it. But just then, the gun fell onto the white marble floor of the kitchen, clang. For a moment, there was no speaking, just heavy breathing. Then Janice rushed out of the kitchen. Fred stood there, ashamed and looking at the shiny black gun on the floor. He heard her leave through the front door. That gun. That damn gun. The gun that kept materializing in his right hand out of nowhere. One second it was there. The other, it was. Sorry, one second it wasn't there. The other, it was. The strange, This strange thing started happening about a year ago. It always happened when he was by himself, losing at a video game or searching for his car keys. The one thing that was linking the incidents was that he was filled with rage. What the hell is wrong with me? He blinked and the guns was starting to vanish. Hours passed and he came and there came in the authorities knocking at the door. Fred walked to the door. He put his eyes to the people. He saw the police cars parked in his driveway along the street. There was a policewoman at the door. She knocked again. Fred unlocked it. Sir, this is the police department of, she said, starting to raise her before raising her gun suddenly at Fred. Her eyes were wide and alert. Put the gun down, sir! The officers from the other car got out and raised theirs at the bewildered Fred. It's here again? No. This is a, this is a first. It only ever happened when he was frustrated or angry in some way before. He had guessed maybe it also happens when he's terribly nervous. Put the gun down, she screamed. The other officers were chiming in. They were telling him that if, that they would shoot first if he didn't let it go. Fred was shaking uncontrollably. His hands were immobile. The gun stayed there, his tight in his tight grip, pointing down, pointing down at the porch. 
I can't move my- Fred stopped talking as he watched his right hand slowly start to swing up in the air. His arm strained stiff was completely numb at this point. It wasn't his any longer. The screams of the officers were strangely dim. It was background noise of something more significant. It was the ominous soft voice talking to him in his mind as he tried to fight for control of his arm again. It sounded like his own. Do it, or it'll be pointing at yourself next time. Just do it already. His fingers were still movable, however, it was almost like he was given the choice whether or not to pull the trigger. The next thing he remembered was waking up in the hospital with the weapon in his right hand. He looked under the blanket. What saw him made him sweat. His finger was on the trigger, but he didn't feel anything else. In a single swift movement, the gun pointed, was pointed towards his face. The last thing Fred remembered hearing was the sound of laughter that sounded an awful lot like his own. Someone has some issues. Someone's dead on arrival. Mm. Alright. <clears throat> oh, so I do have to say it was really funny because May spent some time with her friends and one of them got the Vive, which is the Steam virtual con- uh, so virtual reality. Fun. And then all of a sudden the virtual reality experiment popped up and I swear to God it was random. That's spoopy. Okay, that alone is spoopy. So it's the virtual reality experiment. Hmm. A few years before the time of this writing, there was an experiment to test a phenomenal invention. If the test was successful, it could potentially have revolutionized the world of video games forever. That is what they said about the Switch, that is what they said about VR, and now we have VR porn. (laughs) So they're actually, not to interlude here, but... They're actually using VR to help PTSD victims. And, like, so, like, they'll put the, um, like, a soldier back into the vehicle that blew up around them and stuff and have another person in the VR with them and coach them to, like, handle, like, the situation. And, like, it helps them retroactively, you know, fix their shit. It's really cool. Dude, that's fucking terrifying as somebody who actually has it due to I know. car-related shit. But, Funny enough, I'm a mechanic, but Jesus Christ, that, that just sounds fucking terrifying. Yeah, but, like, it's also helping, like, because there's another person in there, like, saying, okay, this is, you know, it, it's <clears throat> a therapy technique, and it's like, oh, that's actually really neat. Anyway, story time. The invention was a virtual reality game console that would actually put eager players into the game so they could vividly experience it instead of just play it. It sounded like something from an unrealistic science fiction, but the developers had spent years building it and made sure it was ahead of the rest of the gaming industry by far. The console was to be called Immersion, and it would instantly have made every other console obsolete. It wasn't like the kind of system that you would wear a visor over your eyes like Oculus Rift while still holding a controller. It would have generated an entire virtual world like any other before it for the player to explore. The game would generate sounds, smells, sights, even temperature. Once once the gamer began playing, it was as if they had stepped into another world for an adventure. Sometimes the games would give them items to use and there would be other people inside the game to interact with. People who would wander around the world, heroes, villains, and neutrals. The game would create simulations, and the player would have to solve them. The immersion actually put the player into the story. 
It was an advanced piece of technology, far beyond today's limitations, and it held a certain tempting beauty to it that attracted almost every major business to hear of it. The way immersion worked was by getting into your head. Basically, the system would put you into a sleep-like condition and control the dreams you had. Oh, it was a complicated and very sophisticated device. The only thing players had to had as a controller was a helmet on their head for the machine to work. Anyone who was wearing the helmet would have also moved uh, should also only moved a little bit while playing the game in a curious sensation known as sleepwalking, similar to how they would be in an actual slumber. If you died or lost in the game, then immersion would simply wake you up. This is sounding like a certain anime that I'm sure. Okay, we first know of, off, Sword Art Online can go die in a freaking hole because Dot Hack Sign did it earlier. Anyway, but like it, it's sounding very anime esque here. <clears throat> oh, of course. Anyway, continue. only three games were made for immersion, and the games took almost as much time to make as the console itself. Tests were required to make sure that the game worked properly, so researchers were hired to examine the console. However, developers wanted to keep the invention a secret so that no other company could steal their idea or make a console to rival Emergen, which was highly unlikely. The researchers found three people to play the three games developed for the system. Their names were Mark, Luke, and Wayne, and each of them was a devoted gamer. The researchers let them pick the games they wanted to play after an explanation of each game. There was a game called War World, which was a shooting game. The player would have would have started in a helicopter wearing a standard issue military uniform. They had just enough time to look around the sleek black interior of the helicopter with the pilot and co-pilot chairs in front, a wooden crate next to the player on the floor, and a door to the helicopter wide open, revealing a height so high the ground was scarcely visible. After a moment of looking around, the pilot would told the pilot would have told them to grab a parachute gun from the crate and to jump out of the helicopter. Immersion would make it all the more terrifying than pressing a button and walking forward. It would make the player smell the air at the high altitude, feel the overpowering strength of the helicopter blades as they stood in the doorway staring down at the earth where a layer of dust concealed the ground. And the player would, have fall, would fall from the helicopter just before a missile fired to shoot the helicopter down behind them as they fell to the ground. The player would actually feel the heat from the explosion scraping their back. The explosion would be deafeningly loud and scattered flaming helicopter pieces everywhere. The player would then have to pull the ripcord of the parachute and land in the middle of a war zone with the gun they chose. Each soldier, friendly or enemy, would have custom faces, different stories and personalities, and different techniques. This is the game Mark would play. The next game was titled Diesel Drag, a racing game. It started with the player walking through a tunnel into a racetrack, where there would be lines of race cars arranged, all different types and models. All the player had to do was climb in one, turn the key in the ignition, and then all the other cars would suddenly have drivers in them, ready to race. They had plenty of tracks designed. The tracks ranged from a NASCAR-type track to a forest track to a wild public racing through city. Through a city, the immersion had also created a world off the racetrack in case the player went off-road. The NASCAR track had spectators wandering around the outside of the boundaries. Forests had trees and woodland creatures, and the city had individual shops and different people inside. This is the game Luke would play. 
The third and final game developed for Immersion was the most vivid of them all. The developer saw an opportunity to make a horror game. Oh, Jesus. An actual scary one unlike any made before. And they decided to make one for Immersion. Hours of time went into making the monster look intimidating and frightening. And weeks went into creating on how it would behave in the game. The game was called Aberrant. The player would begin strapped to a table, and they would find their arms tied down. If they struggled, the player would find their right arm was loose, impossible to twist out of the binds. The room was completely empty, aside from the table. Looking around, the player would see the room was a perfect square with stone walls and an iron door. After about 20 minutes, a white-haired man would enter the room with a long butcher knife. If the player was free or nearly free, he would attack. If the player appeared to be strapped down, he would stand over them and start whispering about how much he would love to see the blade enter their flesh and other psychotic things as such. To make this moment even creepier, a few of the developers had extended conversations with murderous asylum inmates who had stabbed victims to death only to get a feel for the emotion required for this man. Jesus Christ. Just How geez. can this backfire is what you're asking. Pretty damn easy, but you know... The player could overpower the man and knock him to the ground or push past him to escape. Either way, they had to get out of the room. Once they escaped the room, the old man would call after them just before the iron door slammed shut. You can't escape! Come back or he will find you! He turned out to be the monster. The player's goal was to navigate their way through a maze-like cave system avoiding it. The developers had made sure to put plenty of obstacles, objects, and details into the maze. There were broken chairs to throw at the monster to slow it down, large tree roots growing out of the walls to force the player to climb over or slide under, and piles of rocks and gravel to hide behind. But the monster was unrelenting in his bloodthirsty search. Wayne was apparently a horror addict who practically begged to play this game. Because you know this can't end well. This kid's gonna die. Um, with every researcher and developer gathered in a large room, Mark, Luke, and Wayne were strapped down to the three tables before, immer before the immersion helmets were placed over their heads. A button was pressed, and the games were started. Within a minute, all three, game all three gamers had fallen into a sleep-like state, occasionally mumbling about, shoot that one, or pass him, or sometimes kicking slightly. The immersion helmets were hooked up to three large television screens so that everybody could see what the gamer saw in a first-person view. The experiment was going almost exactly as planned, so developers and researchers alike were preparing to celebrate. But their celebration was cut tragically short. The gamers began to thrash around. Mark, who had been in the middle of shooting an enemy soldier with his machine gun in Warworld, was now screaming. His cries growing in every pit, growing in pitch every time he stopped to take a breath. Terrified researchers jumped back as blood began to spurt from Mark's body. Small wounds that looked like bullet holes had covered Mark's chest and his screams began to die. In only a few minutes, Mark had turned from an avid gamer into a bullet hole filled corpse. Luke was jeering from side to side. His car in the game was going off track as he was fighting to keep it on. He might have succeeded, but suddenly another race car came along and knocked him off the track. Luke had told the developers to put him in a forest track, the same track where the developers had chosen to put long, fenceless cliffs overlooking a long hill. Luke's car spun over and over again and rolled off the steep cliff and down the hill. The car went in midair for a moment and then hit the ground with a terrible screech of metal. 
Luke's sleeping body quivered for a moment, and then there was a loud cracking sound as his neck snapped, along with a few other bones. All was still, and then the car exploded. Luke's body erupted into flames as the researchers were astounded at the sudden spontaneous human combustion. A few of them ran for the fire extinguisher, but all that remained of Luke was a black hunk of meat and a burning smell. At this point, the developers and researchers alike were trying to stop the game Wayne was playing. If they, had simpl if they simply had pulled off his helmet, Wayne's brain might be permanently damaged. They couldn't turn off the game. They could only watch him play. Wayne's arm had been cut while escaping the old man in the beginning of the game. A thick gash appeared in reality, staining his shirt sleeve with blood. After escaping the old man, Wayne was now running for his life down the caves. The monster's roar echoed behind him in the distant darkness at the end of the tunnel. Wayne found himself in a large, open area. He looked around for a few seconds and then came... And then in came the sound of thundering footsteps. He cast a quick, frightening glance at the dark tunnel he had emerged from and looked around the area again. There was a large rock over to the side. Wayne quickly scrambled behind it. He froze, trying not to breathe as the footsteps entered the room. There was a slight sound of the monster sniffing. Wayne stared at the ground, hardly daring to move the slightest bit. The monster stopped and there was silence. Wayne cautiously began to raise his head to look up at the top of the rock. There was no sound. Suddenly, a large, clawed hand shot down over the top of the rock. There was a loud growl and Wayne screamed. The claws managed to seize him around the chest, pulling him up from his hiding spot. In reality, Wayne's body opened up with more scratches and leaking even more blood. The monster hoisted him into the air and then threw him to the ground. Wayne looked up and got a glimpse of the monster. His face, its face resembled a human skull having two dark eyes and a stubby nose. The eyes held two green orbs that cut through Wayne like a hunter's eyes. The monster had a mouth like gaping chasm with long, sharp teeth. Its body was large and brown with long legs. The long appendages grew from under its arms, wrapping around Wayne and pulling him into the air upside down. Wayne screamed as put his arms in front of him as some sort of defense, but the monster's mouth opened wide and pulled Wayne into, into itself before its mouth closed, chomping the man as though there was nothing, as though it was nothing more than a piece of bread. In reality, Wayne's body fell open, exposing a broken skull and meaty insides. His lifeless eyes still remained in his head, staring out the holes of his skull. A few people vomited. In the game, the monster threw Wayne down. The green eyes, in it, the green lights in his eyes died, reducing them to pure black. The monster on the TV screen looked right at the developers with the dark holes, and even the thick black sludge began to fall from his eyes on the floor. Its mouth opened slowly, releasing even more sludge. Everyone who was watching the experiment, developers and researchers, immediately fled the room. Those who remained, only five people, watched the monster slowly turn its head to the side before it, and it stared before the TV finally shut off. All records of immersion have been destroyed, as though it never happened. Nothing like it bef has ever been attempted before, or since. A year after the experiment took place, all five people who have stayed with Wayne until the TV turned off were found dead. Each of them was a confirmed suicide. The most chilling part about the suicides, other than the fact that they all took place on the same day, was that each body was found in the house next to the household TV, and each TV was turned to nothing but static. Spoopy.
Oh, yes. Quality spoof. So, do you want to go play virtual reality again? Yeah, because it was so much fun. But no, that was really well done. Da spoopy. Good writing. Very good writing. I, I wholeheartedly approve. So, I say we uh, totally reset for a break and then uh go into our actual thoughts of these because for once we didn't interrupt ourselves as much as we normally do well i mean those are good well-written stories i mean oh yeah there's no reason to interrupt something good oh yeah and i already know which stories we have for episode five. Oh geez oh yeah one of them i know almost by heart <laughs> oh yeah it's gonna be fun wait so this hang episode? on no this is episode four is it yeah. Okay, yep. Four or five, It it's... No, this is episode five. Holy shit. Okay, so for episode six... Yeah, because... Yeah. Um, we, we have one that I know very, very well. So, hang on tight. Pretty we'll much it's like, what, a 12-second break I have it as? Yeah, for the we'll things. be back. We will be back. I'll be back. right <laughs> all right so may you you may want to you may want to adjust your mic oh, do i need a there we go acquire my face there we go yes acquire your face all right so now we get to go over some of these mm. um okay so which one do you want to go over first um Okay, virtual reality experiment. Yeah, because it's fresher in the mind. Jesus Christ. It does have a lot of remnants of Sword Art Online and Dot Hack and anything else that you get stuck in the freaking video game for. I do appreciate instead of like it killing them via like just you you kind of go into shock, no, like they it actually manifested. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like uh, the mind over matter thing. Like that's the scarier part, I think. Just the snapping of the neck. Yeah, or like I'm gonna burst into flame. Goodbye. Yep. Uh, that that was a nice touch that did make it a little bit different versus going into a comatose state mm. kind of thing. Um, Fred's gun. Oh God, where do we start with this one? I feel like that's more of like an allegory of self-destructive behavior. Um, dude, but he literally shot himself in the fucking face. Yeah. Like, I want to know how the hell this fucking gun appeared, first off. That, that it's is an like, SCP. Just <laughs> motherfucker, then the SCP is dead. But, like, Jesus Christ, like, I'm angry. I have a gun. What? The amount of times I would have had a gun in my hand. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah. It, it's... <laughs> I don't even... Just Bruce Banner has that ability, always has a gun in his hand. He doesn't need a gun in his hand. Exactly. Oh my god. And now I'm picturing the Hulk with like an anti-tank rifle. Like a big like <laughs> rail gun sort of deal. Just over the shouldering it and he's like, oh this is what I'm doing today. Oh my god. Yeah. No need to be Hulk. I have anti-tank rifle. It takes. It does the same amount of damage. Yeah. Just looks to Loki. Just shoots him in the fucking face. There's nothing left. Just well, puny god. Mm, you, you made it. Does squish. the same. Mm. Oh my god. Then we also have the pill. I do like how they took the whole starfish regenerating. That was yeah. a brilliant. Fucking and that the, like they're just like a 
hyper like hyper paranoid well that and like the the starfish are all like we're actually controlling you guys Mm -hmm. Uh, get wrecked which brings like Atlantis into mind like it's just Atlantis down there and it's actually just a starfish colony just chilling yep chilling and messing with people yep they got bored but just the whole like paranoia you can see this like some guy ranting about it in a dark alley Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like the end is nigh you wanna buy a a buy a pill buddy Oh my god, and then it was just a shadow. Yeah, that's... That That was... It actually sweet. reminds me of a story I wrote way oh. back. Go. Where, Tell um, us. Uh, story time. My yeah, turn story for time. story time. Uh, pretty much, like, there was a monster in the closet, and it would sit on the end of your bed, and finally it just said, fuck it, and dragged the person into the closet. <laughs> and, like, they found, like, claw marks and blood and stuff in the closet, but, like, just no other... Just, just you know. Spoopy. Yeah. Why is your phone on noise? It's supposed to be on mute. Wait, what? Your phone man noise. It's supposed to be on mute. Ding, 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 ding. I love how, like, during the break, our actual break was, like, probably close to a half an hour. Just magical, like, 12-second time travel. Just everything in freaking, like, fast-forward kind of thing. Oh, yeah. God, I am tired. I am snuggling down. Someone needs to send me an octopus blanket or something. Just like, oh. You have an octopus blanket. I had to make it. Still, I you just, have people, an octopus I like people's blanket. enemy crap. It makes me happy. Oh, just, my God. I'm tired, dude. Just, I exist. I talk about scary stuff, and I'm tired. That is pretty much my who I am. Stop asking for free stuff. I know, I'm joking. It's like, we joke about it. If we actually get it, we're completely indebted to you. Yeah. No, I'm just cozy, and I'm like, I could have 400 more blankets. <clears throat> there are, like, 10 other blankets Effort. below you. Effort. I know, and I'm not going to fold them all back up and put them back underneath either. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, this is where I am right now. I don't move. Oh, my God. Okay, so if you were to make a creepypasta, what would you make it of? Wait, what? If I'm making a creepypasta? Yeah. What would it be like? I'd make it as spaghetti, but um... <laughs> uh, it's... Hey, hey, it That's had to be done. That's not how it works. It had to be done. You mean like... Well, I mean, I write horror stuff all the time. Well, used to at least, so it's like... Like, I actually had another story where, like, this guy is... He see Like, these little fairies follow him around and tell him the secrets. And he, like, loses his shit and kills himself because he didn't want to know the stuff that they were telling him. Okay, Um. so... Categories are... Animals, beings, either being cryptids, demon, devil, ghosts, gods, monsters, computer and internet, diary or journal, disappearances, dismemberment, streams slash sleep, Halloween, history, hospitals, items slash objects, books... Lost episodes, Lovecraftian, memes, mental illness, military, mirrors, music, not safe for work, Um, Mm. photography, places, poetry, reality, ritual slash holders, um, science, space, television, theory, troll pasta. Troll pasta? I, uh, we gotta do an episode of just troll pastas. Yeah. Uh, Vehicles, video games, Pokemon. There are 
98 pastas that are under the Pokemon one. I have concerns. Uh, Zelda, there are 18. And weird stories... Weird stories that can't quite be categorized in any other way. Well, that's just skill. Um, I contests. Mean, I would just do a story, you know, like I'll, that's how I roll. <laughs> One of them is stupid cows. What? Uh, Save that for next time, bro. On the eighth day. On the no. eighth day about cows. Don't oh eat God. the sandwiches. <laughs> what the fuck are these? Creepy pastas are creepy, and we'll leave it at that. The weird category is exactly what it sounds. Weird. I'm seeing an icon of a hamburger winking at me. Oh, that's burger entries. What the fuck? I don't have just nope. I don't have the brain power oh, to deal with that right okay, now. Okay, it's getting creepier as we're going. What the fuck? Nope. What no the thanks. fuck? No thanks. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Why is it what? so long? Holy shit. What the fuck? I'm just... No. Uh, no. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't spook easy and that's just fucking... What weird. in the name of Satan? What the fuck? Did you just say what in the name, name of, of Satan? Name of Satan, yes! Okay, that's a thing that came out of your mouth. Okay, oh! Creepy burgers equal Satan, apparently. It, it, if you go on the Creepypasta wiki and just type in burger entries or go under weird and click it... Uh, you get some freaky oh art, God. man. Just some freaky art. I, I'm getting... Who is it? Hi. We're recording. Say hi to everybody. Okay, so what's up? Okay. Oh, okie dokie. Ooh, cards! What the fuck? Get out of here! Stop stealing my chips ahoy! Wait, PR there's cookies? Fiddle yes, I've been eating cookies all through the break! Nice. At least, like, post-show we can, like, dick around like this. Like, actual pre-actual normal show. We kinda can't, so yeah, yeah that that we, that was Biscardi. We we try to be professional on the pre-show. Professional loosely defined as not totally ape shit nuts. Um, yeah. Or where I am right now is just cuddle snuggle sleeps. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. So like I was saying, um there's some really fucking creepy shit on the creepy pasta Oh wiki. really? There's creepy shit on the creepy pasta website. No fucking way. Okay, it, it's still not as bad. There's this one video of this guy doing a stream and he's like, "I've noticed something that with the clock like every time an hour is passed, the clock moves forward a digit." <laughs> oh my god. I can't. It's, yes, I know that's how clocks work, but did, god damn it. You just see him, like, trying to defend himself. I was hoping he was trolling feel, and just keeping I've, a straight face. I feel the fucking same way. Mm. Doors were made to be closed. Um, weird. Yeah. Just second, first comment, does anyone else develop this paranoia just from the story? Second comment, the story of my life. This is intriguing. Third comment, ha ha ha, that didn't scare me, da da da, closed door, grab shotgun. 
Okay, that escalated. I didn't grab my shotgun, just my casual case of hand grenades. So the sad thing is, like, I have a casual shotgun sitting in my living room because of the predators that come through and try to eat my goddamn chickens. So there's literally just two shells sitting on a bookcase and a shotgun leaning in the corner. And, like, we'll hear the chickens go off and we're like, oh, time to save the chickens. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I do want to read the uh, comments of it was just a shadow. Do it. Um... Not the best creepypasta I've read, but it was good. Seven and a half out of ten. Maybe next time, not second person point of view. Cheesy, but not horrible. Why am I... Also, why am I in the story? I'm not doing any of this. You should know better. Um, I'm reading the story. Scare Factor 3, Thrill Factor 5, Twist 3, Storytelling 2. Overall score, four out of six. Meh. Or four to six. Uh, makes me think of Shadow Lurker... Second person stories are typically uh, really difficult, but really well done. Um, Illuminati confirmed. 9 out of 10. Minor. They spelled minor wrong. Minor as in M-I-N-E-R mm -hmm. instead of M-I-N-O-R. GG, guys. And then I'm not usually grammar police, especially in these stories. But if you're going to comment on someone else's grammar, please make sure all of your words are spelled correctly. It's minor, not minor. Nice. GG, <laughs> brah. Um, it, it is a good use of creativity. I do have to yeah, give it, that. Yeah, it was definitely an interesting It's POV. not the creepiest that I've seen, but it was okay. really good. Yeah. Um, let's pull up the pill because I want to see what other people say about it. Okay. What the hell am I reading? <laughs> um, it's time for the pill. I hate the pill. The only thing going through my brain as I read this. Um, I thought of a satanic pill, but somebody, uh, but people say they read this in the holy books. Whatever zombie apocalypse will come. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh my God. It, it's legit. Jesus Christ. Oh, they, Wait, do they just put, yes. like, Bible verses yes. and shit? Oh, my yes. God. Bland, um, bad dystopian, whatever, unimpressed. Oh, people are harsh. Oh, my God, they are. A little vague, a little Lovecraftian. Who didn't mute now? I'm in post-show what now? They can leave me a message. Um grammar mistakes grammar mistakes lol skeletons uh, oh my god they're just ripping into this I really liked that one too like I mean yeah I didn't actually have to physically read it myself but it I liked it alright uh, neat. the virtual reality experiment that was beautifully done like a like oh, we yeah. mentioned earlier, I love the um, actual physical manifestation of injuries and stuff. Oh, uh, you were inspired by the ghost machine. Very well written. Great creepypasta. I like how you use the idea from the Matrix. Uh, Sword on Online is coming. Sword Horror Online. <laughs> um, Good story, 9 out of 10. There's actually not that many on that one, surprisingly. That that that's pretty like disappoint. It's probably because it's quite long that like people are like TLDR. Um, TLDR, I don't care. Oh, I I TLDR a going. lot, sadly, and I'm like a huge book nerd. 
but like if I'm okay, on the internet, Fred's gone. I need to see the comments. There's no, no comments. comments. Dude, comment relatable. <laughs> Hashtag my life. Hashtag relatable. Somebody comment that for us. That'd be hilarious. And if you do, just just show us the thing, and we will send you a button. Word. Because yes. <laughs> Oh my god, I love the post show. It's so like we're stupid and hysterical. Yep, yep. We're okay. Totally okay. On the subject of Fred's gun, if you could have any object manifest, what would it be when you're angry? A full wallet. <laughs> <laughs> A full bank account, maybe. Um. <laughs> I when you're angry. Hey. It's gonna disappear, oh, yeah. damn it. Well, I mean, I have some anger issues, so that's not really a problem. Now, um, any object. Maybe, like, a cookie. Because, like, I'm finding that a lot of times when I'm super angry, I just need to eat food. <laughs> and you can't really be angry for too long if you eat a cookie. Like, true. And, like, it won't have time to disappear because you ate the cookie. But even better, if it disappears out of your stomach, you get the cookie without the calories. So it's a guilt-free cookie. That That's like creepy it's... pasta eating disorder right there. Hey, I like ghost cookies. Oh my god, is it an SCP cookie then? Fine, it's an SCP cookie. And it uh, changes to whatever type of cookie you want it to be at that time. It knows. It's like, I, I feel you're craving. It's like the pizza box. Yeah, it's the pizza box cookie. <laughs> And you're just like, oh, I don't have to, I can eat so many and never have to gain weight. But what happens if you're always angry and you always keep eating the cookie, then it'll just stay there. Um, oh, worth it. What now? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I really like cookies, dude. I like food. I've um, kind of noticed. I'm actually, yeah, no, I, yeah. <laughs> Food's awesome. Food is awesome. Looks at the chips, ahoy! Shut up! Don't judge me. I have cookies. What now? I'll probably buy a thing of ice okay, cream and eat it like what a fat in fuck. The hell? Yeah. I'm sorry. This is like completely off tangent, but so I'm looking over because we're recording over in the main area, and on the desk is the dollar store popcorn, oh, of which it has a quote from Isaiah 26:3. Okay. Why are there biblical quotes on my popcorn? Because you need Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll pass. Sorry, Maybe Jesus needs you. What to give him a job? Gardner, I'm bad jokes. not like playing necromancy again. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, not sorry. I'm not doing necromancy again. I love the uh, again. I yeah. feel like there's a story involved here. Um, yeah. Running joke is first of my friends to die, I get to bring back as my undead servant for the rest of my life, and I never said I was good at it. Mm. So that single-handedly is keeping them from dying. Because I will fucking find a way. Legit. And I don't care if your brain is in a freaking jar. Like, um, oh, what was the stupid bear from uh, Billy and Mandy? It was like Evil Concarne? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, I will just put your freaking brain in the uh, bear and the stomach. There you go. We'll put you in a bear. Brain dead bear. But then you get to be a bear. Yeah, but 
who says that you can control the bear properly? You're probably just going to be drooling for the first couple weeks. <laughs> but you get to be a bear. A big so. fuzzy bear. <laughs> so I'll turn you into a little fucking hamster. I mean, if you get my brain in a hamster, GG. Dude, it, it's called the uh, mini ray, and to make it bigger, it's wombo. Okay. I'm I'm just dropping so many fucking pop culture references. It's sickening. Yeah, I'm, like, I, I'm, I'm just, just like dying right now. Yeah, we're all kind of. Dead <laughs> oh inside. my god, I love how we're always dead for the post show. We're never gonna have a happy peppy freaking up post show. Eh, insert chocolate and or caffeine forcefully, and you might get one from me. But you know. Oh, that I can, takes a lot. Uh, hello, I have a Keurig with like 100 fucking K-Cups sitting I in know, the damn kitchen. I know, but I keep drinking coffee and I'm trying so not to. You can never escape the coffee. It's coming for me. Yeah, it is. It will always come for you. The owls in your dressing room and the owls in your gravy, even if you hide it, see there's owls in the navy. In the night <laughs> they'll come for you. Randomly, Vlad and I will just start going back and forth with it. I like that one in Narwhals. And mm -hmm. just, I like, it's like, look at my horse. My horse is amazing. Give it a like, mm, it tastes just like raisins. Oh, that's nasty. Uh, was it Weeble? Is that Weeble's mm -hmm. shit? Yeah, no. Quality memes. Like, when you remember the birth of memes, or you oh remember when God. YouTube became a thing. I remember when Owls was first posted. Dude, do you remember about in a black sheep? Yes. That was where memes were born. That new egg. Like, fuck. That was my childhood. Dude, ultimate showdown. Damn right, dude. I haven't heard that one in so long. Oh, my God. Dude, Newgrounds is still a thing. Nice. Oh, yeah. There was so much sketchy porn on that site, though. Like, it was like, uh, like the VR novels or whatever. With, not VR. Too much VR in my head right now. The, uh, like the first person haphazard animated? Yeah, or like the, no, it was the, uh, like. God, it's the anime shit. And it's like the dating simulator stuff, but it was like, oh, it turned yeah. into porn. Like, oh, yeah. hard porn. Oh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking and about. Like, like I've stumbled across some of those. And one of them I stumbled across, it was also posted as game. Yeah, it's and a I'm game. Like, like, part of it was interactive. Oh, like, no, legit. Like, this, was, this was literally a freaking game about getting laid. Yeah, no, like, there was so many of those on Newgrounds, man. And it was hysterical. And I found it while going through, whatchamacallit, what was the freaking site? It's, um... It's the freaking uh, safe for work version. <laughs> and it had a link to it because you could play a censored version of it. That's funny. And I clicked for the uncensored just to see and I'm like, oh, 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 oh god. I think that's the noise that the, the people are making in the game. Like, mm -mm. Mm -mm. Or was it? You were oh. a horny chick and you just had to get laid. Oh, so it was like, oh, senpai. <laughs> that sort of thing. Senpai, please be gentle. No! <laughs> Welp! <laughs> Going in dry, kids. Going in dry. Okay, first off, here's our lube. Secondly, I love how we're talking about porn. <laughs> yeah, we, we've degraded to porn at this point. Okay. Um, Hold on. The best I, part is we're two no. chicks here talking about porn. I'm like, okay, yeah. the best thing. 
was mm. we had competitions of you would go out, find the worst English dubbed hentai, oh, and you would have to get Christ. through it without laughing. And we would all fail at one line in Bible Black. Drop it. I want you to stick it in my butt. I want you to stick it in my ass. In this horrible Russian accent. <laughs> I fucking lost it. Good God. Just... I mean, holy shit. We are gonna have to put, like, a freaking warning saying, like, yo, we just... Oh, show is a little edgy today, guys. Uh... I'm actually just gonna put episode five. Virtual reality not safe for work. Seems about right. Um, no, really, it's not safe for work. This is like our only not safe for work episode. You know, besides our normal swearing. Oh my god. But yeah. just, oh lord. That, that. And then, what was it? I have, um, I have a collection just because it started out as a joke. Um, of really horribly named, uh, Yaoi doujins. Oh yeah. And they I've have to those. be one shots. Yeah. It started off with Gay's Anatomy. I remember that one, yeah. And now I have It's Because I'm a Boy. That. What? <laughs> that just sounds like an ex. Not fun. And we're back again! Are we editing again? Yep. Why? <laughs> because. We it... just did a PSA. Oh my god, TLDR PSA is keep care of yourself. Mental health is a thing. Physical health is a thing. Do that. P uh, double PSA. Um, Watch what you say. And other than that, hi, welcome back to the post show. <laughs> I am just on repeat right now. Apparently, I'm, I'm just going to make it. her like edit the living shit out of stuff today. I can literally cut out 10 minutes of this and we'll be fine. Yeah, because apparently I'm too... Uh... I'll explain after the microphones are off. Um, yeah. Um, hopefully we'll forget about this in like five minutes time after I check my voicemail. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like, be cool, stay happy, stay feathery, stay spoopy. Spoopy! And we will see you guys next time on episode 6 of Spoopy Burrow. The last one of Creepy Possas, then we get to do other stuff! Woohoo! Bye-bye, people! Bye!